podcast. We got a uh, pretty amazing guest for you today, Fano. Geez, uh, where to begin? Uh, he's a New Zealand Red Bull three-star battle champion of the universe, uh, New Zealand DMC champion of the universe. Eh? I mean, he's also uh, probably one of the first, I believe, New Zealand DJs who's won an actual world title. Um, he can he can correct me. Um, so introducing to you guys uh, for this podcast, the brother DJ Spell. What's up, brother? Thanks too much. Just a bit, just a bit of fucker for for us in here, but also the fun watching. Uh, you know, for those for those of you who don't know, to the brother Spell, uh, I'm Joran. Uh, I'm from uh, Waikato, and my favourite childhood cartoon break was Sailor Moon. <laughs> <laughs> but I even remember the opening song, bro. But we won't go there. Uh, for oh, to you, brother Dos. Hey, brother. And my favorite cartoon probably was uh, uh, pretty generic, very Dragon Ball Z. Oh, massive Goku fan. Um, yeah, I used to always try to be Goku. Dyed my hair blonde. It went that orange, but it went moldy orange. You know when you can't get blonde hair? <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, bro. Dragon Ball Z. Um, over to you, brother Spell. Cheer, brother. Me now. Kia ora tātou. Ko DJ Spell. Tēnei. Hey, hey. <laughs> I grew up in the H. Yeah. <laughs> West. Yeah. <laughs> uh, uh, tainui waka, horota, takitumunga waka, and yeah. That's me, DJ Spell, crack up. Yeah. My, my favorite, my favorite cartoon growing up was, uh, damn, there's a couple of good ones, eh? And just, yeah. I, I think I'm thinking too deep because there was the Sailor Moon, eh? That Samurai Pizza Cats. Oh, oh. Samurai hey. Pizza Cats. <laughs> but. Then, yeah, going into those late 90s, early 2000s, it was Dragon Ball Z hard. Yeah, for real, bro. Hard. Yeah, yeah. You know what's crack up, bro? I, I, I just recently watched um, the one with Broly, Legend of Broly, mm. with my daughter. Mm. And she was getting, she was telling me who the characters were. I had to school her up real quick. Oh, <laughs> yeah. that's mean. <laughs> oh, it's cool, bro. Like that. It's me. That generational thing, I think, is pretty dope. Um, cause like, bro, I think I remember when um Dragon Ball Z came out when like we were younguns, and then someone was telling me, "Out, oh, it's even older than that." Like it was yeah, ten bro. or ten, twenty or so years older than, you know, before we were introduced to. It was just crazy, but anyway, bro. Whoa, they we distracted real bad there. <laughs> <laughs> Bro, um, I've been watching you on social media for a long time now, but I've actually known you for even longer, and bro, you're one of the most talented dudes, bro, and I know, bro, Kaori, the Kumara, my bro, but you're one of the most talented dudes that I know, bro, yeah, and, and I think one of the things we'd like to get to know, bro, is where did it all begin, my bro, where did it start for you, this whole DJ spell, you know, where you are, bro, where did it start? Um, There's a cut. There's there's a couple points. Uh, there's not really a, a starting, you know. Not there wasn't like a light flicked on <laughs> and I and it started. There were a couple things that had happened, and the the first thing that happened was in '97. I I went to my my mate's house and his dad was a DJ. 
and he and he showed me scratching on on a on a on a turntable. That was ninety seven, and then uh, and then ninety eight. Uh, Run DMC versus Jason Evans came out. Yeah, Run DMC, yeah. Jam Master J. Yeah, yeah, so that happened, and then the B Boy thing blew up mm. everywhere around the around the world. And then ninety nine, uh, DJ Freeman came to my school. Yeah, wow. And so there was a DJ in front of me scratching, and and there were MCs and B Boys and and that. And then uh, and uh, and two. In 2000, uh, I went to uh, a b-boy jam called called Raw Styles, and that was up in in Auckland. Uh, and, and there were DJs there. There were b-boys, international b-boys. There was graffiti happening outside to shut the system. Um, and then 2001, P Money came third at the DMC World competition, and I got his album and on the on his album there was a, a cd-rom and and it had uh uh it had a, v- a quick time video of his performance of his dmc performance oh that all of that all of those things that's kind of what i think was the start yeah there were a bunch of other things in there influences uh uh older kids that were influential on me and things that were happening at school and and in our little town, Beach Street, of course. There were a bunch of things that, that I call the, the beginning. Yeah, all of those. So there's like um, lots of different influences, eh? Yeah, bro. It wasn't just one, one kind of thing where, like you said, the light bulb just switched. There's a whole bunch of things that happened and then amalgamated into what we knew now as DJ Spell. <laughs> yeah, pretty much, yeah. <laughs> bro you you talked about um some pretty prominent um historic new zealand of like hip-hop events and and, mm. and places like you talk about raw styles i was like whoa that's taking it way back like i remember my older cousins talking about that mm. and then you talk about um the historic hip-hop event in h-town called beach street mm. were, were you always into hip-hop bro like was it just you were gravitated to that or uh yeah i think i was i i hmm i i don't know why uh, exactly why i i uh i was so pulled into the hip hop um world but i think it had something to do with um not not having a not feeling a connection to to my taha maori mm. and tao maori in general yeah. It was. I, I never. I, I, it wasn't. Uh, yeah. Anyways, that's another story. But I think it has something to do with that. This other thing popped up. This other culture popped up in my life, and I was like, "Ah, oh, that's what I'm supposed to. I'm supposed to be doing that." Yeah. yeah I think something like that. Nice. <laughs> Well, I mean, you're you're right. Like, cause one of the one of the questions I wanted to ask you, bro, is why why is it do you think that we as Polynesians in general kind of gravitate towards that? Like, we we really we grabbed onto that and we actually ran with it. Eh? Like, mm. is it is it that loss of identity? Do you think, Bola? That has that has something to do with it. Yeah, that yeah. you know the uh, the the urban drift, eh? the urbanization yeah. of of Maori peoples. Yeah. We all moved into the into the cities in the in the seventies, yeah. 
you know, and then lost, you know, all of our parents, you know, they, that kind of a lost generation, they didn't grow up um, speaking to their Māori or, yep. you know. So we were the, the tail end of that and hip hop popped up and that's why I, I, you know, that's why we all gravitated towards it, I think. Yeah. yeah. Probably. <laughs> no, like, it's, um, you know, it's, it's a part of my life and I know the brother Dawson too, like, we all listen to rap, we listen to even R&B, we listen to a lot of, uh, we're influenced there by, by um, especially black culture and black, um, black music from the States. It, it always comes down to, like, um, ethnic minorities, eh, bro? That's like, it. Yeah. Indigenous people, minority groups, especially in urbanized areas like environments, but we usually tend to gravitate towards hip hop because it's the outlet. Eh? It's an artistic outlet. It allows us to figure out who we are, like you're saying about that identity thing, bro. But can I ask you, bro? Because you speak a lot of te reo, bro. In mm. a lot of your streams and a lot of your videos, bro. Bro, there's a lot of kupu Māori in there. Mm. Um, what is it like to you now? Like, what does being Māori mean to you? Like, is, is it an uh, ongoing thing in terms of your identity? Or like, bro, because you're pretty hearty, bro, to be honest. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, what does what it mean to be a Māori? Is that yeah, what, what, I guess what is it to you? Um, yeah. yeah. It's a weird question, but... Yeah. It's it, it is a yeah that is a weird question. I think it is an ongoing thing. It's it's one of those things that you never you you, you never stop learning about. Mm. Hey. Um, and I've been through different. You know, I've been through like, I'm not a Maori. Hey, <laughs> oh actually, oh yes, I am. Hey, like you know, like oh actually, I don't have a choice. You know, like, yeah. uh, um, and and going through the hip hop. Uh, the hip hop um, world, and then getting spat back out at the end. It's like ah, Himaldio. Now mm-hmm. I'm coming into my thirties. Uh, I'm well into my thirties, <laughs> and 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 now, and now it's like ah, uh, actually, uh, uh, hip hop has given me this really cool um, foundation for like um, it gave me tools to uh, uh, be comfortable with who I am. And um, I'm a Maori, <laughs> pretty much. Hey, hey follow yeah. us British family. Yeah, that that is a buzzy question. Yeah, like yeah, I, that is I, a buzzy question. Bro, what about you, Dos? Bro, what I mean, it's a weird question, but like, if you were to ask somebody, what does it mean to be Maori? Yeah, it's cool. But, oh, I, I think it's um. Yeah, bro. I think the brother spell hit it like it's it's a journey. Eh? Um, if you had asked me when I was eighteen, uh, when I was going through like enjoying kapahaka, uh, and then I finished school, and then um, you know I was in the hip hop, you know, trying to be a rapper. <laughs> and I was going for a journey, uh, and then I was like it got into my thirties, bro, and I was I was like nah, I'm proud to be Maori. And I think when when I think about the the connection to the hip-hop culture like if you think about our tupanova through pudaka we were orators we were storytellers and i think that's one thing that i really liked about hip-hop cultures like within behind the beats was a message um and i think a lot of our rangata and our people can relate to that message eh? that message of struggle um that message of inequity um and i think that's what i like about the songs because some of the songs are 
you know, you get you, you connect with the, the music, you connect with the beat, but you also connect with the message, the deep message in the, the music. Uh, and I think that's like a, you know, that um, the new drill music that Australians are coming up with. Like um, some of the some of the messages in their songs are deep, bro, and, mm. and it's, it's about struggle. We, you know, it's the struggle, um, and you can see why a lot of us. Māori Pacific Islands are jumping on the wave, not just because of the beats of the music, but the message in the song. Um, so yeah, bro, like I'm like I'm well into my thirties as well, but I'm starting to like yeah, I'm Māori and I'm proud. But you know, I, before that, I was in and out, you know, in the journey, adapting to my environment, um, trying to be going mm. to corporates and trying to be that what mm. the Westerns want you to be, and you realise, oh, that's not very comfortable for me. Jump back out of there. So yeah, bro, it's a tough question. Um, yeah, I think it's about hit on the head, man. It's no, definitely, especially that journey thing eh, you're talking about, yeah. going up and down, this and that. Like yeah, I'm, yeah. bro, I'm like half Samoan as well, so I'm like mm. double identity crisis. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Growing up in mainstream New Zealand in a mainstream and education system, yeah, my dad doesn't speak Samoan to me. My mum doesn't speak Maori to me, so I start speaking hip hop. Yeah, and, you know. And like the brace said, spits you back out, and then you realize, yeah, I'm, I'm Maori and Samoan. <laughs> like, yeah, just is what it is. Yeah, yeah. And then you roll with it hard. Wow, we went pretty deep real quick. Wow, <laughs> 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 that's me. Me. Bro, I've spelled, bro. I want to talk to you about going to these um competitions overseas. Yeah. Bro, what's that mm-hmm. like? Like going, because you've been to Europe. Gee, I've been all over the world out doing like DT stuff. It's it's buzzy here. It's buzzy. Yeah. Because I know how, but you're a pretty humble dude, and I know you just see yourself as a as a kid from Hamilton. Mm-hmm. But but bro, I've seen you DJ for like legends. Yeah. 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 <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But <laughs> um. It's ah oh man, it's a weird thing, yeah. Like, but it was always it, it was always like the goal. It mm. was always like that was always the plan. Yeah, it was was just trying to crack the DJ thing. Yeah. yeah, and 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 yeah, and it and it took me around the world. Like, yeah. bro, I, I bro, I was on the dole for ten years, eh? Through my twenties, <laughs> I was as soon as I turned eighteen, I was on the dole, eh? Yeah. And and for ten years I was on the dole, but um, bro, travelled around the whole world, RJ. <laughs> <laughs> Being a DJ, bro. yeah, hey. poor ass, hey, like going to like <laughs> London and bloody all these places and like poor ass, G. Yeah. Like had to like do fundraisers and stuff like that, yeah. but but it was. Yeah, it was it was a that was the bonus thing about you know try, uh, trying to do the battles was like, man, I'll get to like see the I'll get to see the world, you know? Yeah, mm. yeah. I mean, but while we're on that DJ spot, like, um, what's your approach towards your sets that you used to make? Because um, one of the first videos I saw of you was the the weird science routine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right, and I was blown away, just like um, the beat juggling. So, like, what's your approach when you're trying to put together a set for competitions? Um, or it's how like, do you create your themes? Man, it's it, it's it's like a, it's about a, it's about a six month process. Mm. Damn. And it's Damn. and it's like it's it's intense. 
Yeah. I, 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 I dreaded battle season. Like, I hated yeah. it. Getting prepared because yeah. it was yeah. so taxing on, on you know, yeah. a, 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 on my mental. Yeah. Um, so it was like, fucking every day. Wake up. Go, go through the routine that you have. Like, pick, pick, pick it apart. Change things. You know, and then... And then maybe one day, maybe one week, I got 20 seconds worth of material, you know? Oh. So, like, that over six months. Yeah. And then, and then like, leading up to, the, to, to battle time, it's, like, it's intense. Yeah. I'm so glad that I'm, like, done with the battles because it was, like, <laughs> so rewarding but unhealthy. Like, yeah. <laughs> Physically and mentally is like just draining, and yeah. so that six-month period where I was preparing was, uh, yeah, well, it wasn't very nice. And yeah. and to the people around me as well, it was it wouldn't have been nice to be around me. But yeah, it's uh, pretty much the process is like go through like a hundred songs, like make a list or a folder of a hundred songs that I think might make cool routines. And then go through them and then try and figure out things. And then it's just uh, elimination. Like 100 will go down to 50 and then 50 will go down to 25. And then it'll go down to all, you know. And then build the routine from those four um, songs. Yeah. Bro, just quickly for people out there who, who don't, I mean, we obviously know what we're talking about here. But for those yeah. who aren't familiar with what it is <laughs> that you do, like is it still referred to as turntablism? Yeah, tableism. Yeah. Oh, so it's like, can you give us the quick one minute breakdown of what that is, and then in terms of when you're creating a routine, like, is it how long is it for, and is it in front of people? Is it? Yeah, yeah. Okay, sweet. Okay, so turntablism is, uh, it's it's the 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 technical nerdy side of DJing. Uh, there's there's a couple key elements. There's something that we call um, scratching. You know, wicker wicker with that that thing, <laughs> like that. But at a very, very high level. Uh, and then there's this thing called beat juggling, which is uh, like a live remix, remix of, of a beat. Uh, and, uh, and what else? And um, uh, those are the two main like, elements that make it turntablism. And uh, uh, the, the, the format for these competitions, I mean, there's, there's a bunch of different um, categories. But... Uh, so, so the main kind of category, I guess, would be a, a six-minute routine. So it's just, I know it doesn't sound like very long, but six minutes takes about six months to prepare for. And it's very uh, precise, and it's a quite a... Quite a intricate. It's, a, it's, a, it's, a, it's an intricate routine, yeah, you know? It's, yeah. it's like, a, yeah. Um, so so six-minute routine. There's there's other categories like the, the onlines. That's also six-minute, but it's a video. Uh, there's um, there's head-to-head -head battles, which are 90 seconds. There, there's a bunch of different categories, yeah. Anyways, yeah, turntablism. Far up. Bro, and, <laughs> and like you, you go to these competitions, right? Are they like pack crowds or how many people are they in? Yeah. Uh, yeah. So, um, so each country, or not each country, but you know, uh, maybe twenty, twenty-five countries will hold national competitions, and uh, and so first you go through the the national ranks. So you you get a New Zealand title, and then the the winner of 
each country goes to uh, London and uh, if you're going to the DMCs and then you compete against all the other uh, countries champions yeah and yeah yeah there's a couple thousand people at that 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 event at a nice uh, place that's that's crazy because i mean outside of um being a a dj turntablism you also make make music bro yeah bro yeah so yeah when i started djing i kind of got introduced to beat making around the same time this is third form fourth form and yeah bro make beats did you always know how to play like instruments or is it something you just learned as you grew um, as a well, uh when i was a kid because uh, both my parents played the piano my uh, dad played a play the play the organ at at at, at church every week mm. you know uh, uncles aunties all play and you know there was music uh, around our our family um i took piano lessons as a kid but i wasn't i mean i was like the worst student i I wasn't good eh? and 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 it was and like now as an adult looking back it's like the teachers that my mum like would would give me with like these old like white people classically trained you know like you do it this way only you know yeah yeah and that part i didn't it did i didn't like yeah uh, and so i was super anti i was like i hated it yeah i hated it i hated piano and i didn't yeah. learn much but then coming back then getting into beats and then uh, going into my 20s it was like uh, actually the piano can come in handy with my production and then i started learning on youtube bro started doing Oy. like youtube tutorials yeah so it's just been that buzz for ten years, learning nice. off YouTube. Yeah. What was the first um program you used, bro? Beat making program. The the first was. They, was they was were, there, bro, can you walk us through the progression, bro? Bro, yes, there were a couple. There were a couple. I I got I got um, I got um, a, a PC mag had like a demo disc that it used to come with. <laughs> And on and, and there was one PC mag that that had like it was like a music edition, so it had a bunch of like music related software like demo software, and on that demo was uh, there was one called Gold Wave. There was this is this is December two thousand. This is this is right <laughs> before I started high school, so uh, uh, there was Gold Wave. There was um, there was one called Cool Edits. There was uh, another one called um, Cakewalk. Uh, it was those three. That's what I was introduced first. And then I got Fruity Loops. And right. I don't like it. <laughs> and then I got, and then I got Acid Pro, and I liked that. Yeah. And I stuck with Acid Pro for a long time, for like ten yeah. years. Yeah. Uh, you still yeah. using Acid Pro now? Nah, my my PC died five years ago. And then I was forced to like use my Mac, and my MacBook was like my DJ uh, computer, right? Yeah. But I, I got Ableton after that, yeah. And uh, I've been on Ableton yeah. for the last five years. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I love it. 
Yeah, bro. For for a young, a, you know, young rangatahi out there who's up and coming, because bro, they sounded like some struggle demo CD in a magazine. Oh, yeah, bro. Yeah. I mean, to now where uh, you know technology is so advanced now, what would be like a foundation gear, equipment, software that a young person should should kind of look at if they were trying to get into beat making or producing? Bro. Okay. So. Uh, like I teach, I teach kids beat making. Like that's my gig. Yeah. And um, man, they they like they're so beyond. You know, they're so quick. Like on technology these days, it's like. Anyways, there's this there's there's a couple online programs that are like free, and they're like, they're, it's like Fruity Loops, but it's just a website, and you can like put in your own sounds and like save and share with your mates and like work on projects together yeah. um so th there's a bunch of those out there and that that's what i recommend first because it's free it's just on a website but also there's um there's a bunch of apps like free apps that you can get on your phone like everyone's got a smartphone these days it, everyone has access to like making beats like the technology is at a point now where like you can make like <laughs> You can make you can make the music and you can like record vocals and like you can, I, I know kids that have put out whole whole albums and they just have a phone you know it's like wow and they make all the art themselves and that's uh, yeah that's crazy technology is is next level yeah <laughs> like it's crazy well, I, I remember watching a video of yours and you're <laughs> you were kind of seeing how how you were taught. In terms of like uh, getting samples and and mm. using vinyls, mm. whereas nowadays it's like in the palm of their hand, just click, and they've got like a whole folder full of. Bro, yeah, click. Go on YouTube, <laughs> bro. You can go on YouTube and just type in like, like super rare seventies soul, Japanese jazz fusion, you know, and 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 there will be a like a list of like a thousand songs it's like every song is like dope you can sample any any of it it's crazy whereas you know djs that i remember growing up here were like digging like, yeah 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 like what are they what are, what do you guys refer to it now is it digital digging or yeah digital digging uh, it's all it's it's still digging mm. it's just not you're not physically digging anymore. <laughs> like you're not physically like looking through uh, like a box of records anymore. Yeah, it's yeah the just music like, store. Like, what are those? Eh? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's yeah, it's it's crazy. Bro, when did you um? How did you get into the? Is it the talk box? I seen a video of you. Yeah. Yeah. How did you get into that? Like, is it easy to do? It looks pretty. Must be hard to sing with something in your mouth, and yeah, it is. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, to, uh, the talk box. Uh, 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 Zap and Roger. Yeah. Zap and Roger yeah. was a very very big uh, influence. Yeah. Um, and then just wanting to, you know, all, all the West Coast G funk music. You know, the, yeah. There was usually a, you know, there was there was talk box in the background, or sometimes in the in the front. You know, California Love. Yeah. Uh, so just that whole West Coast sound being very influential on me, 
Talk box, you know, goes hand in hand with the with West Coast with that yeah. West Coast sound. Yeah, so that's yeah. that's why I got into the the talk box. Yeah, and yes, it is hard to sing with a <laughs> with a hose in your mouth. Yeah, yeah, and it took me a long time to learn because it's a very weird instrument. Yeah, yeah. Right, I'll tell you one thing, bro. My my son's fifteen, um, and he watched one of your live streams before me. Um, on Twitch because he he he's a gamer on Twitch. Yeah. Um, and then some one of his bros from school shared the hoi ho bit and he said, "Yeah, yeah a horse playing the <laughs> yeah, yeah, playing yeah. the piano. What the hell?" Um, bro, my son was he said the thing he liked about you is like you sound you're relatable. Like you sounded like him and his friends. That's why he wanted to watch you. Um, so if you think about that generation on on Twitch, like mm. what made you jump onto Twitch and like um, as that social media platform to demonstrate how you make a beat like how was right. that transition yeah okay mm, there's a couple there's a couple sections to this answer mm. um so the social media thing like okay i'm a i'm a world champion dj right yeah mean but guess what it's not actually that mean like it's not <laughs> it doesn't actually mean that much like 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 i can like uh, like for example, like I won like my I won like a couple New Zealand world uh, New Zealand DJ titles, and I had no gigs, like I wasn't working. And 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 so like the titles are cool, but that it that doesn't it doesn't necessarily mean mahi, right? Mm. Yeah. Um, the social media thing came in after that realization was like because I thought like once I get a New Zealand title like. I'm sussed for life. I'd have, you know, I'd be a working DJ forever. But uh, then the realization was like, actually, nah, that's not how it works. And then he's, you need something else. That's where the social media game comes in. And it's like, okay, maybe like I posted a DJ video of me. It got a thousand views. I posted a, a, a stupid Snapchat video of me, like drawing a picture of Tupac having a bath. And 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 I uh, and and they got you know twenty thousand views. So that was there was something there, and 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 then I was like, okay, I need to maybe I'll make some more of these funny little videos, mm -hmm. and then uh, and then people will watch. This was what the theory was: people watch my stupid little videos, which are easy to make, and I can pump them out quick, yeah. and then get a following that way, and then and then go like. By the way, I'm like a DJ and I'm really good, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Make the Kupuho videos, make everyone yeah. laugh, get a following, and then go, ah, oh, yeah, by the way, I make beats and, like, you know, I do this other thing. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, that was the the strategy, was like, mm. yeah. Because ah. I'm trying to slang my art, right? Yeah, like, yeah, that's what yeah. I'm trying to sell. Yeah. But people don't really, they they don't care. People yeah. are too quick on their phones. It's all just, everyone's swiping up, you know. Yeah. It's just the yeah. nature of the world th that we live in. Yeah. And so yeah, give them quick uh, content. Engagement. Yeah. Make it funny. Yeah. And then later on, be like, hey, by the way, yeah, I got some I'm, beats. I got some beats, and I make yeah. art, and yeah, and and his t-shirt if you want to buy it, you know. Yeah. That's yeah. all. That's what the social media thing is. Yeah. It's a tool yeah. to help promote me as an artist yeah bro that's um interesting that um like you said you're a world champion dj uh new zealand champion 
no mahi. Um, what do you yes. think that is? Like, <laughs> that doesn't make sense to me. Like, you know, if you look at yeah. any other world champion in New Zealand, they got some form of mahi from their work and their hard work and, and listening to how much effort you put into your mahi. Mm. Uh, you'd think that it would, you'd hope that it would relate into work being a world champion. What do you think that is? It was, because uh, um, I'm not, well, there's a couple things. I I never really was a working DJ. Like I wasn't really in the clubs. I wasn't trying mm. to do the nightclubs. That's because yeah. I don't really, I hate the nightclubs. I hate going to the club. <laughs> yeah, like that's, yeah. the, that's the last place I want to be. Yeah, yeah. But that's where the workers. So mm. I was never in that world, but I was doing these DJ competitions. That was the missing link. It was like, really, to be a working DJ, you need to be in the clubs, pretty much. Uh, yeah. Yeah, that's why. Ah, okay. Okay, <laughs> that makes sense. That makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. Nice. Um, so, like, you know, this with this whole Twitch, um, social media, Instagram, mm. um, how do you create your content, bro? Because I find your content hilarious, especially the German cake story. Bro, I watched yep. that. 20 times 20,000 times yeah, yeah. and it was more the role <laughs> play the way you told the story that I found really interesting like yes. is it just up on the spot or it's not I got people I had people messaging me telling me to go on and watch it now <laughs> yeah yeah yeah, yeah it, it, it's it's yeah it's all it's it's improv yeah ah. yeah it, it, it always it it always is yeah yeah even the back and forth videos where I'm talking to myself, that's all, <laughs> it's all, it's all improv, it's all improv. Yeah. <laughs> it's the only way that I, I'm not good at writing. Yeah. I, yeah it, it, but I'm good at just making it up on the spot. Yeah. yeah. Aye. That's a skill, bro. That's a skill. Um, any other elements of hip hop that you indulge in? So you're... <laughs> um, uh, 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 graffiti? Uh, yeah. That's kind of where I really kind of started that, that's, was, with, that's, was with graffiti. That, that's where I remember us kind of connecting on that level too, is I remember always seeing. Yeah. Yeah. I wasn't as good uh, at spell though. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but you, did, you, you yeah, but I feel like you were, you took more risks than me though. We weren't going there, bro. We weren't there. going there. <laughs> <laughs> So if you started on um, graffiti, what was, did you, was it spell? You were writing up on your books? Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. Uh, yeah that, that was my name from almost from the start. Yeah, yeah. I, I went through a couple names, but yeah, spell was the one that I settled on. Yeah. And, and I started introducing myself as spell and then my name was it's spell, and it's spell. <laughs> 20 years later i'm still spell spelly spell yeah. <laughs> so, um sorry bro awkward so silence because <laughs> <laughs> i i didn't want to ask the question because i feel like it's stupid but what's the where did the name spell come from like uh yeah, a story behind it or just it's not really a story there's not a cool yeah. story Nah, not oh, really. Yeah. <laughs> not really. My name before spell was Speck. S P E C. Yeah. yeah. I remember at, this. Yeah, it was S P E C, and and I and I got that off the internet somewhere. I just yeah. stole it off the internet. Yeah. And and I and I, I I went out and did a thing 
spec, and then, and then, and then kids at my school knocked on me, and then my parents <laughs> found out that I was spec, tagging around the the hood, and then and then I changed and then I changed the C for an L, and I was like, no one will know, like no one will know. Yeah. Surely not. And that and that's it. That's the story. Yeah, that's that's all it was, and then and it stuck. Yeah. Yeah. And then somewhere, somewhere, I added another L, <laughs> and and yeah, that, that's Sorry, the that, story. It's a pretty good story. It's a pretty good story. Spec, eh? Spec. What could have <laughs> been? Yeah. It's very like um. So what's in terms of um, beats? Has it got any up and coming young artists that you're working with? Young artists that I'm working with. Or any young um, artists to look out for? I'm, you know what, bro? I'm not. I, I don't really. I don't really work with other people. Not really. Yeah. 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 Like I, I sell beats, like you know, every yeah. other day. But it's. Yeah. It, I'm not like working like with people. Not really. Yeah. yeah. Not yet. Anyway, I'm not at a point where I'm trying to produce a whole album or something. Yeah. Not really, bro. Yeah. I mean, people have bought beats off. Like bought. 10 beats off me at a time and then they put out an album so there's yeah. albums there's like whole albums like spell produced albums but yeah yeah <laughs> I, I don't know if dawson had this question coming up bro but what who's the top five like producers or oh man that's tricky it'll be like it'll be something like I don't know. I'll just say the first five that come to my head is like Battle Cat, DJ Quick, like Warren G, like Dre and his whole yeah. like circle of yeah. producers that work under him. Uh, man, there's two like Preem, like yeah, Pharrell yeah. and the Neptunes. Yeah, Scott Storch is a big, big influence on me, especially with the you know being a pianist. Yeah. Uh. P Money was a very big influence on me, with the yep. beats. Just because it was someone from here, mm. you know? yeah. And then like, and then like, like Neezy, you know, yeah. like Anonymous in, in South Auckland. Like, ah, oh, this, this, yeah, there's, a, there's heaps. Sick drums, Smokey, oh, Ten A, yeah. So there's, so yeah, there's a lot. <laughs> yeah, so I just gave you like a top five like international and top five New Zealand. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Nice, nice. Bro, what about um if you had to choose like top three up and coming like for New Zealand producers? Not not like current New Zealand producers top Man, three. there's bro, there's so many. Yeah. there's so many yeah there's so many and I can't I, I can't like there's so many that I like don't know their names yeah 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 it, like once upon not even that long ago five years ago I could just be like oh yeah I feel like I kind of know like the names of all 100 of us in New Zealand <laughs> yeah, you know? yeah but now there's like a thousand Damn. yeah and it, and it happened within this last 10 years it's like yeah kids are making beats these days mm. yeah. yeah so it's yeah it's good and it's bad there's a lot of us now yeah there's there's 
you know you're competing with a bigger a bigger chunk of people but it's but quality's getting higher and the the age is getting younger and younger mm. yeah. yeah so very it's going off the back of that piece christian bro um who are some um inspirations for you growing up bro um could be not producers maybe not even producers could be finer could be people that you looked up to growing up in mm. big streets of Kitty kitty door. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um there were heaps. There were heaps mm. of that I think my biggest influences were were um not what was on the radio, not what was on T V. It was the kids that were around like, you know, around me on, on a day to day. So they were man, like there was like my cu- my cousin Clayton who like showed me like what tagging was. Yeah, yeah. And like taught me how to do straights and taught me like how to like do little bubble letters and stuff like that. <laughs> yeah. And then there was like my other cousin Bubbles who was like a really dope like he was into comic books and he was a really dope like artist. Yeah. Um uh there there was um man there uh we had the we had like a bunch of fungi kids that would come and live with us. Uh and and one of them was um his name was Joseph, and he was from he was from Auckland, and he 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 came and lived with us, uh, and he he bought music with him, you know, like like uh, hip hop music and um, mm. Friday he yeah. he he oh, bought yeah. the movie Friday, which is like <laughs> the best movie of all time, right? Yeah. yeah. So like Joseph Tuala, uh, there were oh, man, and then like going into high school, there were kids that that I man. Like um, like um, like like Leo, yeah. a mutual friend of of ours. Yeah. Like him and hanging out with him, and there were uh, there, there were so many. There were so many. Yeah, but I yeah. think yeah those, my my, you know, leading into high school. Those five names were like, yeah. There were others too, but like my parents, yeah. my parents were always open to like not doing stuff the, the the right way you know yeah yeah um and so they'd let me they'd let me like tag on my house you know <laughs> like parent like parents don't do that right but my parents are a bit different so it's like yeah tag on the house go hard draw me a picture here's some spray paint you know like yeah, that yeah. was that was the buzz at my house it was a bit different that's yeah. cool they channeled that yeah, though you cool, know yeah. like yeah. i guess uh, yeah. they would rather you do it at home then that was the theory was like yeah. yeah let him tag on his on the house and maybe he won't <laughs> go outside and <laughs> yeah yeah but they were, yeah they were very um they, they i think they could see the, the that i had some kind of a creative uh thing mm. and they wanted to push it yeah and and try and like be good parents at the same time. So it's like they, yeah. Uh, they, yeah. Anyway, finding that balance. But yeah. I like that that theory because um, if you think about any of our Rangatai's, um current systems, it's all generic. It's all like a blanket approach. Um, but, yeah. but not everyone wants to, like me and Jordan was saying the other day. People in Kawito, not those kids don't want to work in the bush. 
you know, because they yeah. watch their, mm. their their parents go through the bush and come home shattered and too shattered to play with their kids. Yeah. Um, you know, yeah. so, um, right, that's an awesome approach from your from your parents, you know, so they can see you like drawing. Um, and that's a approach that we need to take a bit more for it, you know, like if they if they want to be an artist, don't put them, don't, don't push them towards like maths or because you want them to be a, a banker or accountant, they push them towards stuff that they, they want to do. And, you know, yeah. Just explore that creative side. Yeah, um, that's, 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 this is a tricky uh, subject. Hey, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I'm not. I don't, I'm not a. I'm not a parent, so I don't know yeah. what it's what it's like. Yeah. Yeah. But. But yeah, yeah. I don't know. You want the best for your kids, but you. Uh, yeah, yeah, for real. I think yeah. we um even as a society we undervalue creativity just in general. Yeah, mm. like man um you know creativity uh, having creative people they're, they're problem solvers because mm. you need creativity mm. to, to overcome things and to look at different perspectives mm. like if you put you know you make a beat or you get given a sample and we've watched your um live streams mm. and like over 400 people are given the same sample but 400 people create something different and it's different. uniquely different and it's the same for our rangatahi as well like we need to be able to allow them that freedom eh, to be like self-determining, be able to mm. just, like, oh, I'm going to do this this way because, you know, and, and not yeah. put barriers on them or limitations on them. And, but I bring you know, kudos to your parents. But I mean, if my son tells on my house, he's going to nah, But what a cool way though. What a cool way to channel yeah. that. And, and now look, you got a world champion you know son who's traveled the world and he's creating mm. music and inspiring young people like globally not just in Aotearoa but mm. around the world man like it's pretty cool bro props to you brother yeah, mm. yeah bro did you have any uh, have a, a quick fire questions for the bro Dawson? yeah bro I, I got a couple ah okay this is a little segment that we do in our podcast by the spell that we 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 don't tell you what the questions are, but we, we they're quick fire questions, and if you can, if you can, just answer them as fast as you can, just off the top, so that they're organic and fresh. But they're nothing. I hope I, don't, I, I actually haven't seen the parto, eh, brother Dawson. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, bro. Okay, we got uh, how many? We got one, two. We got five questions today, bro. All right. Um, so first one. At least should I should I be giving one one answer one, one word answers bro, or give, give what comes to your head? Uh, okay, okay, straight from the heart. Okay. Favorite favorite kai from New Zealand. Uh, Irvine's mince and cheese pie. Ooh, 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 it's a good one. <laughs> <laughs> I answered that quite too quickly. Eh? Bro, that was like, <laughs> nah, bro, that's look. perfect. I don't know yeah. if that's a good thing. It <laughs> can't be a good thing. What's the one thing you miss most about New Zealand? The Irvine, Irvine <laughs> mince and cheese pie. <laughs> yeah. Damn, that's not good. The six pack, you know, just like <laughs> the six pack. Oh, it's 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 that thing. Like you hear people talk about it. Like Australian pies are like not good, and then you're like, eh, you know, like, and then you move here, and then it's like, uh, yeah, actually, damn, yeah. I, I I could do with Irvine's mince and cheese pie right now. That's that's <laughs> that's how bad it is. <laughs> um, so there's four elements of hip hop. If you had to choose one to stay in for the rest of your career, which one would it be? It, it, oh. Four elements, only one, bro, only one. Yeah, you Damn. can stay in one. DJing. DJing. Yeah. Nice. 
Um, <laughs> single to last question. Damn. <laughs> no more tagging on the house. Um, three pieces of advice for um, young young Rangate wanting to get into um, beat making or, or DJ. Three. Yeah, three. Um, don't listen to don't listen to Pakeke because we're hmm. from a different generation and we don't know we don't we, we don't know we don't Pretty we totally really don't know yeah um yeah. that uh, uh uh um uh you can you can you, you don't need a flash computer to make beats mm. get get that out of your mind like you don't like you have all the resources that you need mm. so go like you, you don't have any excuses there's no excuses uh number three is um if 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 it is if this is if making music or djing is uh the your lane mm -hmm. um you'll know within a year yeah, yeah. <laughs> and if and if you do know go all in yeah nice nice bro i like that one and last one bro is um little bit of an opportunity for you bro, to plug your free free spell shirts <laughs> free oh, spell man. merch bro those are done the Wibric, oh they done. those are done there's a finished yeah <laughs> bro i there's... just want to i want to thank you from the bottom of my heart bro for providing sizes for uh... <laughs> yeah that so that's that's all sorted eh? yeah Good. bro yeah sweet okay me yeah. shout out to diana Shut yeah straight up yeah, bro, yeah. Uh, there's this thing bro that i call wasteism bro and it's when I go into a store and they don't have my size, bro. <laughs> okay, how you fellas are wasteist. <laughs> hey, dude. Oh, bro, I'll just, um, did you have any last parts, sorry, Brother Doss? Nah, bro, but, bro, honestly, thank you for, for today, bro. Straight I appreciate bro. your time. Um, me and Jordan always say, bro, like the most valuable currency we have is time. Um, so yeah. I appreciate Giving you, you giving us your time, bro, to um, inspire our next generation, bro. So I'm making you kia koe, brother. All good. Me, me all good. Kōrero, bro. Me all good. Time Straight. is the that time is definitely a, a lot more valuable than paper money. Yeah. Yeah, bro. Hundred percent. Yeah, bro. Straight yeah.